Welcome back to the podcast, You've Got a Life to Love, with me, Sarah Delamarter. This is episode seven, season one, episode seven. And today we are talking about Thanksgiving and all things holidays when you share your children now and you don't get to be with them 100% of the time. It's definitely more complicated with a lot more feelings, but I have a lot of trust that you're going to know exactly what you need to do. I'm so happy that you are here. Welcome back, team. I'm so happy that you are here to You've Got a Life to Love with me, Sarah. (laughs) It is February 2023. And because it's February, I thought we could spend this month, we'll have four podcast episodes talking about love, but not necessarily always in the way that you are expecting. Um, Some people have questions about my views on dating, and I'm going to get into that in a different podcast. I'm going to have my first podcast guest this week in February, and she will, in fact, be talking to us about dating and relationships after trauma and separation and as a single parent. So I think that one will be really exciting for a lot of people as well. But as we think this through, and if we're really thinking at some point in your life, you want to be open to love. And I think everybody feels that way. That's one of the reasons that separating and breakups and divorce are so scary is because we're meant for community. We're meant for relationship. We have needs like for emotional intimacy and intellectual connection with people and laughter as well as all of the physical needs to hold hands and to hug and to have sex. All that stuff matters. So when you when we're leaving relationships, especially when it's a marriage and you think you just had planned to be there, like for the rest of your life, this made sense. It's scary because you think, will I ever be loved again? Will I ever love again? Will I ever have my needs met by another human in these ways? Like there's so much amazing about being single. I highly recommend it. (laughs) Um, Spending enough time staying single and healing that you learn how much you do love it, that you step into that new empowered place. We're like, oh my gosh, this is fun. I do feel confident um, and secure and lovely and all of those things. But there's also that really natural desire to be paired with someone, to be partnered up, to matter to someone else, to be chosen, right? To be someone else's number one and to have someone, have your person that matters to you so much in that way. We, we all have these desires for that. Um, and it gets to look different for you, what, how you want to receive love, how you give love, the types of relationship that you want to be in. All of that gets to be really unique to you. But 
I think that it's very common for us to all have sort of similar desires. It's part of the human condition. It's why we love rom-com movies and sitcom TV shows is we all have this kind of natural drive, this natural desire to have that with somebody. And then you find yourself faced with this empty, disappointing marriage that has led to separation or and divorce. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I, I wonder if I'll ever have that again. I wonder if I'll even ever want that again. I mean, how many people, quick show of hands, wherever you are on the treadmill, in your car, in your home, how <laughs> many of you that have been faced with divorce came out of that and immediately were like, yep, I absolutely want to get married again. Yes, let's do it. I just just stepped out of the fire. I'm still smoking, but absolutely, I know I want to get married again. Not very many of us. Most people, so many people are like, wow, I don't know that I'm ever going to want that again because of how hurt I was and of how hard it was to come out of and to rebuild a life after divorce is... I mean, it's something for the history books. It, there's no sugarcoating. It is so hard. It is possible, but yeah, it's hard. And if you've been through it, you know how hard it is. If you are in the middle of the fire right now, you know how hard it is. So you come out of it and initially it's, I don't even think that I'm going to want that ever again. And then you, that starts to make you sad. You think, oh my gosh. Am I never going to want to date again or want to be in a relationship again? And then that starts to make you sad. Because then you think, oh my gosh, am I so damaged? Have I been through so much trauma uh, that now I don't even want that? This human need, this normal thing that everybody wants. I've been so hurt, I don't even want it. And then that feels mind-blowing, and that makes you sad. And then after a while, you start to think, oh, maybe. Maybe I like the idea of someday having someone in my life, but, oh, I'm I'm still too scared. I I don't want it right now. Um, But you begin to imagine, like, a little bit. I feel like I could see that down the road. That's a pretty normal progression. And then some people find it and some people are single for a really long time. And and that's, there's so many unknowns. So it's super, super scary to come out of divorce, these long committed relationships and trying to even think about the notion of love again. But the real point, the real thing that I want to start February off with is that when we're thinking about the notion of love, you have to really come to a place where you are considering who who really deserves your love. Who is it that really deserves that time and that attention? that consistency 
who, who could possibly deserve that from you? Well, it's you, silly. Before you can even consider getting into any other relationship with anybody else, you have to learn how to love yourself really well. And that can be a journey, but it is a worthwhile journey that I highly recommend. You have to learn, you have to take really drastic responsibility for yourself so that you can, without shame, without guilt, without anxiety, you can acknowledge things about yourself. Yes, I'm good at this. No, I'm not great at that. Yes, I respond this way. No, I don't respond like that over there, or I wish I did, or yes, I am a yeller. No, I don't like that about myself. And then you can decide, no, I don't think that's actually ever going to change. I can try, but I bet still sometimes when I argue, I'm going to yell. Maybe that's just something that's true about you or your personality or the family that you came from. Um, maybe you came from a loud yelling family. So you just get to be, need to be honest with yourself about who you are. All of the great, big, amazing things about yourself. And all of the other things that maybe aren't great. And when you get to a place where you can accept that without shame, without like dropping your shoulders look into the ground, just be like, yeah, I am a full, complex, complicated person. And you're not over here expecting anyone else to exist in your life in a perfection sort of way. You expect them to come to you as a whole, complicated person too. So that means you get to expect that from yourself. You get to stand in front of the mirror and you get to look at yourself and you think, man, I'm amazing. I'm the only one like me in the whole world unique and rare, and no one else has had my exact specific sort of experiences. No one else has fought the exact same battles as me. Nobody else wears the same hats that I do, not just like me. You get to look at yourself and think, what a cool person. What a cool person. Because you deserve that. That is a gift you deserve to give to yourself, especially this month, this month of love. February either makes you feel really in love or like you're really lonely. (laughs) There's no middle ground because Valentine's Day makes everything so big about being all coupled up and being single or not single. It's a big whole thing. So this year, I want you to focus mostly on you. Because you're healing, you're learning to love yourself, you're taking ownership of yourself, all of that, all of that matters not just to you, but to the people around you. Your self-love, your healing affects more people than you, affects your children. I mean, think about it. What do you want for your kids? What do you want for them to see in the mirror? What do you want their inner dialogue to be? You want them to know they're amazing, they're smart, they're strong, they're caring, they're empathetic, they're silly, they're funny. 
You want them to know these things about themselves. They are loved. They are worthy of love. You want them to know that. You want them to know that everybody makes mistakes. But they don't define you. You want them to know that you can fall down and you can fail, but fail forward. Just keep going. But they're not really going to know that until you know it. So all of this work that you're doing, the healing is not just for you. And let that empower you. Let that breathe new life into that exhausted place that you might be in. And remember that you're, when you heal, you're also healing them. And you're healing your family in a bigger scale. And you're really, really, that's when you're really breaking generational chains and generational patterns. Because you are standing up, taking all that negative stuff that used to creep into your mind and saying, no, I actually choose to really like myself now. Oh my gosh, there's an amazing song. I will put it in the show notes um, on my website. I will find it. And it is called Self-Care. And it is a song about just that. Now, we're told all these things that we're supposed to not like about ourselves, And it's really well done. And then eventually she goes, but I can't make myself care. <laughs> I'll have to find it for us and put it in the show notes so that you guys can listen to that. Because I want that for you guys. I want that for you guys this year, this February, this month of love. I want you to take new big steps, steps towards deeply, gently, bravely, just loving yourself and who you are, accepting yourself and knowing how empowered that is, how empowering of a decision that is in a world and a society inside of all this crazy social media and all the filters for you to be able to stand in front of that mirror in front of your children and just think, man, I'm a cool person. And I'm really happy to be me. And that's going to change your world. It's going to change the absolute energy that you step forward with every day. Your children are going to look at that and think, wow, my mom, she really likes herself. And it's pretty cool. Or my dad, my dad (laughs) thinks he's really funny. And I like that about him. And you will begin to set these examples and it will change your life day in and day out. And it will also be setting this life-changing example for everyone around you. So if you're looking for love this Valentine's Day, don't go looking in all the wrong places. Start with yourself. Because you are worthy of love. You're worthy of acceptance. You're worthy of being gentle with. You're worthy of taking the time for yourself. Man, because you're special. Nobody else like you. Never has been, never will be. And your story matters. And you matter. So let this be your time. Take a minute. Take this month and let yourself fall in love with you. What does that look like? How could you pursue yourself this month? You could buy yourself flowers and take yourself to the movies. You can go out to eat alone 
Don't worry, it's not sad or weird. Take a book if you need to. But it's actually really freeing. You can just sit there and you order whatever you want. You can people watch. You can read. You can scroll your phone and watch the TVs that are, you know, up high, sometimes in restaurants. It's actually a really fun experience. So I, that's, I want to challenge you and encourage you to let this be the Valentine's Day that you fall in love with yourself. You can even write yourself love notes in your journal. Write a letter to yourself, writing down all of the things that you love about you. Just like you would if you were writing to the love of your life. This new love that maybe might come in someday, maybe if, that you want, maybe you're not sure if you want it, that we talked about earlier a few minutes ago. That's another great way to speak life into yourself this February and to, and to pursue that love of yourself. Because loving yourself is not selfish. Um, it's not prideful. It's not sinful. It's actually a, a great, great strength. People always use that verse, you know, oh, oh my gosh, you love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, yes. That's great advice. Because then you love yourself and your neighbor. It doesn't say love your neighbor despite yourself. It says love your neighbor as yourself. And that means you take care of you and them. So that means you get to love yourself. You get to. It's all right, it's good, it's strong, and you should. You should. Because you're worth it. And because I believe in you. So find your journal, make yourself a reservation, maybe pick up those flowers or plant at the grocery store. Pursue yourself. Let yourself fall in love with you so that you can stand in front of that mirror and look at yourself and think, ha I am a catch. I love myself. I love this about me. I love this strong body I live in. I love that I can walk my dog. Because you have so many great qualities. And it would be a shame if you never take the time to recognize them in yourself. Your gifts, your blessings, where you have been favored. It'd be an absolute shame if you never took purposeful time to recognize all of that and love and gratitude and acceptance and just receive that back. Like, oh man, I love this about me. Write your letters. Share with me an email or share with me in the DMs on Instagram if this speaks to you. If it's challenging, is it challenging to really sit down and like really genuinely write yourself a letter like that, really genuinely admit that you like yourself, or is it empowering? I would love, love to hear it. And the things that you've discovered you do like about yourself. You like, you you know, you probably like your shoe choices. Maybe you wear a particular lipstick or a particular cologne, just little details about yourself that you can think, I like that about me. Because if you were looking in on someone else and you were admiring them that you were like in love with or falling in love with, you would notice those little things, right? I love her perfume. I love his cologne. I love when 
He does his hair like that. Oh, I love it when she wears that hat. So this is your month. Turn all of that back on yourself in the very best way. Not being prideful, not in a way it's like, you know, not in a better than. No, just in a really kind, gentle, confident, you are this amazing, rare creation, one of a kind creature sort of way. Because that's true about you. So I believe in you. Thank you for being here. Remember, reach out to me in the DMs on Instagram. I'm at sarah.delamarter. Um, find me on my website, sarahdelamarterco.com, um, for all the services and the ways that we can work together. I have a group coaching program launching in March, and I have a concierge, concierge coaching, which is via the Voxer mobile app, and of course, one-on-one mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. And I would love to be a part of your transformation and your journey to really stepping forward every day as this best version of yourself, creating a life that you love. And please, this is my biggest ask of all with this little podcast that could, download the episodes, review them, leave reviews. Um, Apple Podcasts really responds to reviews and share it with your friends and share it with your family. Anybody that you think needs a little boost this February, send this episode to them. And, excuse me, thank you for being here. I believe in you. Go be bold and courageous today. I know I will. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you love this podcast episode, share it with your friends and go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and download it. That's the best way to be supportive in these podcasts. Also, come find me on Instagram. That's my very favorite place to hang out, sarah.delamarter on Instagram, or email me sarahdelamarter at gmail.com with questions, with comments, with ideas for podcasts, or if you yourself have a podcast and you think we should collaborate. I'm also always throwing out new offers, new courses, new workshops, and I would love to have you be a part of that. So come find me. Let's be friends and let me know that you found me via the podcast. And I can't wait to see you there. I believe in you. Go be bold and courageous today.